What's up, everybody, and welcome back to yet another installment of Ask PJ Braun here at Blackstone Labs. What's up? I was just getting that on my Insta story real quick. Had to throw that up on the gram, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I know those of you listening won't be able to see this until the video comes out, but I mean, like, that's just a great, a great shot right there. At a keg party, just playing flip cup. That's that's pre-workout, man. Oh, okay. That's pre-workout. You know, that's how we do it could here be, at the could office. Could be flip cup, could be pre-workout. You know, not all of us want to pay Rossi a dollar for the water, so we just take a cup from the uh, the kitchen and just fill it up with water there and then mix it up with a fork. Who's that scoundrel in the background? That guy looks sketchy. That's the dude that you get your, your dime bags from. <laughs> he just hangs out in the back. <laughs> oh, man, I hope you're getting more than a dime, though. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Shit, you're wasting that man time. <laughs> no, he probably likes to break them down like that. You know, the tenors will get him more cash in the end. Well, he's going to hang out with Lewis a little bit. So. Ah, I shouldn't even make jokes like that. That's just... <laughs> I didn't even make jokes like that. Oh, Lou. You set yourself up for that one. <laughs> All right, so we'll just... Set uh, himself up for a lot. <laughs> can't... <laughs> there must have been a reason he went to Egypt. <laughs> All right, so <clears throat> this first question here is coming from a lovely lady named Tara. She says, "Hi, PJ. I have a question. Not sure if it needs to be on the podcast, <laughs> but I, wa- that. I wanted more insight on how you went about your cut, how much of a deficit you were in, cardio days per week, and overall thoughts and recommendations. I've attached my plan for my 12-week cut macro attachment." As well as two photos, I am 30 years old, 5'8", and 190 pounds. I am uh, looking to be quite aggressive with this cut, and you can see how I plan on slowly taking away my calories while using cardio as an additional tool. Since the majority of my weight distributes, since majority of my weight distributes in my things, I feel I could be doing more cardio cardio than planned. The majority of my weight dis- distributes in my things. That's what it says. Since majority of my what weight things? distributes in my things. Like your boobies and your butt? I f- or your wiener? <laughs> thighs? thighs? My th- oh, thighs, not things. Thighs. Uh, I feel like I could be doing more cardio than planned and maybe even being more aggressive with my calories. What are your thoughts on increasing my current cardio plan? Do you think that would be wise to bump that up or mainly focus on increasing cardio only when the weight has stalled? Like I said, I want to be aggressive and I know that will come at losing muscle. If I lose too quickly, but if I have, but, but feel like I have enough fat to lose to take it aggressively, keep up the hard work, love the podcast. Thank you for your time, Tara. And here's a photo of her. Thank you. Thank you. Know exactly who she is. Loyal Legion. I mean, I don't see where it says, uh, I don't see the, um, so she attached the macros. Yeah. I don't see those either. I don't see that. Maybe it just didn't come through on the email the way, the way that, um, I don't need to get into the macros um, because realistically, no matter what any coach tells you or what I'm going to tell you, you have to pay attention to your body and what's happening. If you're making good results at a, at a rate that you're happy with and you don't feel like death, then you should not abandon that because somebody else told you it's too fast or too slow. Like I do things to myself that I always tell people do not do what I'm about to do, and I know that because they're probably going to screw it up. So the stuff that I do, guys, like most of you will totally fuck it up and you'll screw yourselves up. But I know what I can and can't do. So I will suffer on really low calories and, and smaller amounts of food and lot higher amounts of cardio. And I will risk injuring myself or losing muscle and whatnot because I know that I'll get results really, really, really fast. And I don't have time to watch things happen slow and steady just for the sake of making sure that I'm okay. I don't, I don't have time for that. <laughs> I don't have time to take things slow and steady just for the sake of making sure I'm okay. I don't have time. I don't have time to survive. I'm trying to win. <laughs> That's it. Man. You only got oh, one man. shot. 
Oh, man, that was great. That was just, like, such good advice right there. Look, I'm trying to get as crazy as possible, as fast as possible. If death is in those requirements, it is what it is. I have a show to do. <laughs> right now, Eric, if you could edit in the 8-mile theme music right here, just the beginning part, this is where everybody gets fired up. Um, oh, man. But that's just my mindset. I'm like, I want to do this now. I don't care if it's not efficient. I don't care if it's extreme. I want to get it done fast. So when I make those crazy, like I did the last year, I did the 30 pounds in 30 days. I was doing three hours of cardio some days and I was eating no food. Like I was eating four or five meals a day of basically just fish and and, and asparagus. I was just in survival mode. There are much more efficient ways of doing this. And if you're losing weight at around a pound or two a week, that's plenty. It really is. I mean, think about it. If you lost a pound a week and you were feeling great and you were managing your macros where you were not in a great deficit and in 10 weeks you lost 10 pounds and you, you know, maintained or even put on some muscle, dramatically changed your composition, that's a big, big difference. So people see number like that and they're like, 10 pounds? I want to lose that in a week. And a lot of people are totally misconstrued on weight loss because of shows like The Biggest Loser, which are awesome, inspiring shows, but only enormously fat people can lose weight <laughs> that fast. It's not reality. If you're 400 pounds, your body's like, for the love of God, please put me on a treadmill so I can lose some of this shit. And so when you see them dropping monstrous amounts of weight and they're like, oh my God, like Coach Jenny or whatever the fuck their names are, so good, and this is the mean one, to get some lose weight faster, all of them are going to lose weight just from walking from the couch to the refrigerator because they're sedentary and they have been doing anything so it's not reality if you take a person that's in decent shape with a little bit of a belly or maybe some extra things or thighs like you have like (laughs) changing your diet around the right way you're gonna get results much slower but at the end if you're very very happy with what you're doing and you feel good and you know that you're healthy by really simply just your mindset and on top of that getting blood work done and knowing that you're healthy that's that's really like the true victory in what you're measuring. Now I, I can teach people all the time on here. Like Rich Piana put out a lot of dumbass information, right? For all these people that loved Rich Piana so much. I'm sorry, but he was not a very bright guy at all. In fact, he was kind of a fucking idiot. And he would put some shit out that people would be like, "Oh my God, Rich Piana said to do this many diuretics, and that's how you get shredded for shows." Like. Most of the stuff that he put out, I would scratch my head out like, oh, why is he putting this information out? But a lot of people would do it, and they would get good results. So I'm not going to sit here on the radio show and tell you guys the things that I've done to myself with or without steroids, or with crazy fat burners and whatnot, for you to go get crazy results because I'm against people doing things dangerous. But I will tell you, I'm not afraid myself <laughs> of doing that kind of stuff. I'm not going to tell you to go do dangerous no, shit. No, I, I won't. I never want you guys to do a lot of things that I did. But I'm going to do some dangerous ass <laughs> shit. So. Do as I say, not as I do. Please. For the love of God. Um, and, and to add to that, I think is also like you said about the, the Biggest Loser. Um, when you take you know somebody like that that's so far gone in, in the opposite direction, mm-hmm. you know it would be this kind of the same thing if you took somebody who was super anorexic or like had bulimia or something that hasn't had food really mm-hmm. in, or any nutritional value that they really require in a couple of weeks. If you gave them a pizza a day, yeah, they're gonna have to start throwing on mad weight. But when you're somebody that's you know either you know a guy like me that wants to put on ten more pounds. You know, that's going to be a lot harder than somebody who weighs 135 pounds that hasn't eaten in six it's, weeks. It's dramatically different. You know, it's same thing. If somebody's super overweight, you put them on a treadmill, like you said, the weight's going to start dropping off. But if you're, you know, a semi-conditioned athlete, like she's, you know, in by no yeah. means in bad shape, no. like you're right in that, that mid zone where it's going to be, 
you know, those small changes over time that lead to a bigger picture. If you want to, like, be real precise with it and you can get somebody that can do a skin fold, like, and a nine-spot skin fold where it's the same person doing it in the same spots each time, there's still a degree of, of error on that. But you can, you can actually measure where your body is holding fat in those different places. Now, a lot of the new science guys look so inaccurate. My calculator phone computer tells me how to measure my body fat by breathing on it. And look, there are apparatuses now that can do some crazy stuff for measuring your body fat. But if somebody really knows what they're doing with a skin fold and takes those calipers and pinches the same spots the same way each time, you measure those calculations. I used to do this for like my first four or five shows and I used to do it with all my clients. You can actually see where the fat is being distributed less or more in different areas and where it's coming down. I think that's a fun an accurate way to measure progress. I hope that helps a little bit. And on top of it, you said you have 12 weeks to go. So, I mean, it's not like uh, you don't have time. Yeah. Um, next question says, <clears throat> hey, PJ, this is a question that might stir up some controversy. We it, like that. It's about Redcon 1. <laughs> it says, by why would somebody start a supplement company and completely market it around the military when the person who started the company has never served in the armed forces himself? I find it odd. It, to me, looks like the person simply uses the military as a sales pitch to sell products under the armed forces umbrella. Yeah, I mean, it's a marketing, you know. It's like I, I've never had a uh, pink Corvette, but if I wanted to sell some, I'd probably have Barbie driving around in one and be like, hey, look at my girlfriend in her pink Corvette. You know, he wanted to sell to the military, so he started a fake military-based company. Difference there being, you know, uh, nobody cares about stolen valor with the, the Barbies. True. You know, some of these people, you know, they, you know, they want it to be run by somebody just like them. I agree, and I, I think that... With Blackstone, I try to bring in people that are in different demographics that can be used as inspiration for all these demographics, and I never try to present myself to be somebody that I'm not, which is why I have champion bodybuilders, because I don't view myself as a champion bodybuilder, um, and why I also bring in the attractive girls. We've got a, a, a Sam as a powerlifting champion. We've got John Bartolo with the guns. We have different people in different categories that can inspire people and and we got and, shelby do it playing video yeah, games and things like that exactly We're all I, over it i'm, I'm not going to ever try to pretend to be something that i'm not i do support people going after what they like and what they believe and that's what blackson labs is all about we like a lot of shit we like cars and boobs and girls and butts and good food and, and porn and fucking america and uh <laughs> we put all that stuff out in our ads i'm not going to try to be one thing we're going to be, oh, we're, we're, we're the military company. I mean, honestly, sometimes people like, like Aaron, he's just a fucking fake loser, and he's got nothing to bring to the table. He's a smart guy. I guess he brings that to the table. He's really, really smart. He's good at scamming people. So he figured, oh, I'll scam out on this military community by copying Blackstone Labs' good products and just, just marketing them to this Putting some digi camo on you know? the bottles. Congratulations and say... on being super original. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's enough I want to talk about that guy. <laughs> all right. I'm going on to the next one. Says hi, Aaron. <laughs> says hi. This is Achilles the Great. I apologize. I wasn't specific enough with my first question, so I'll add some details, and I hope it helps. One thing to keep in mind when I made the transformation from 150 to 193 is that I grew height-wise during that two-year period. So some of the weight gain was due to my growth spurt. Went from 5'9 to 5'11, age 19 to 21. My current age. And when I say bad diet, I mean a really bad diet. I was eating literally any types of foods. I focused solely on mass instead of staying as lean as possible while gaining muscle. I mostly ate fried foods and junk food in general. More power to you. Oh, yeah. No planned diet whatsoever. I did mostly 
I did mostly powerlifting workouts, but often overtrained and didn't work out smart. Somehow I managed to get a lot stronger regardless. It's hard to know how much muscle I actually gained, but I would assume a lot since I was much thinner at 150-ish and couldn't lift nearly as much at that weight. I gained most of the fat in my stomach, but everywhere else, legs, arms, etc., didn't change much as far as fat gain. If I had to guess my body fat based on looks, I'd say it was about 16 to 17%, but that's just a guess. As I've done bodybuilding these past six months, I lost some fat progressively, mostly with a clean diet of fish, turkey, beef, oats, rice, etc., and some cardio. I eat 180 plus grams of protein each day. I'm now much leaner at 186. I'm probably 12 to 13% body fat, having lost a lot of fat and replacing it with muscle. The reason I know I replaced it with at least some muscle is because I've gotten bigger and stronger and in the process of losing fat. Same with how I don't know how much muscle I gained in those two years. I don't know how much fat I actually lost since I didn't track it with a DEXA scan or anything related. But judging by looks, it was a lot, enough to where I didn't have a belly anymore. Had visible abs and arms, shoulders and legs all got leaner as well to where the veins began to show again. My guess is que- I guess my question is since I didn't train smart the first two years of lifting or diet, well, as in I just ate anything as long as it had a lot of calories – Would I be able to make consistent gains from here on out? Let's say, for example, 20 pounds more muscle in about two years. Another factor is I just train a lot different than I used to, doing much more volume, four to five sets, 15 to even 20 reps at times. There was a time where I stopped feeling sore after what I was originally doing in that two-year period, but now I almost always get sore after my new set of bodybuilding workouts, especially leg workouts. I've heard height usually determines how much muscle you can gain in a lifetime naturally, which is why I'm asking if 20 pounds more muscle is a realistic goal since I'm already 186 at 5'11". Reminder, I'm 21 and just finished growing height-wise. Thank you. If you're only 21, you've got many, many years of growing ahead of you, natural or not. So it's so impossible to say how many pounds you're going to be able to grow in a year or two years. You might be able to grow 20 pounds more in five years or two years. I don't know. It's 20 pounds is a lot, but it's tough to say. You're young and and, and you did a lot of stuff wrong. Stranger things have happened. The best thing that you can do, man, is just keep training hard, keep enjoying it, keep appreciating the process, loving the process. And then I guess submit us a question in, in two years and give us your, your new updates, and we'll go from there. And, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, but height usually determines how much muscle you can gain nah. in a lifetime? Definitely not. No. Like, there's people that you're are gonna seven look feet different. That are yeah, you're going to look different if you've got 200 pounds on a 5'8 frame versus a 6-foot frame, but... You know, it's not going to determine how much you know muscle you can gain. You know, it doesn't matter if the dude's eight feet tall. If he starts eating in an excess of ten thousand calories mm-hmm. and working out and you know doing all these things, he, he's going to gain muscle. Yeah. There's no, oh well, you know, you're seven feet, so you're cut off at one ninety nine, but you're done right there. Genetically, you can't do it. <laughs> yeah, just keep keep training. You're young. You're you're a baby still. It's good that you were doing a lot wrong because that's now the more right you have, then you should be getting to the fast track to success faster. And also, just because you're 21 Fast doesn't mean that you've right? finished growing height-wise. No. You, you may still grow from now to 25, now to 30. Don't, don't sell yourself short, brother. <laughs> All right, next one comes from Grant. He says, hey, what's up, PJ and Josh? I have two questions for you guys. Number one, if you were not working for Blackstone or in the fitness industry in general, what would you be doing? I love hearing about people's history and how it has shaped them. I grew up wanting to be a chef. Life had a different plan, and I'm now a fighter fighter. It's my true calling, but I still have a passion for cooking and expressing my creativity in that way. Number two, if aliens invaded and were about to blow up Blackstone Labs, but you had time to save one product, what are you saving and why? Thanks for being so open and accessible, Grant. Very, very interesting questions. Um, I mean, you probably answer differently than me which is fine. We'll both give our answers. If I wasn't 
doing Blackstone Labs, I would be either a zookeeper or a UFC fighter. <laughs> or both. Or, or a UFC fighting zookeeper. <laughs> He's in there wrestling bears. <laughs> Start a whole new division. I have a passion for cooking. Uh, also, so I'm glad that you're out there cooking. If I were gonna, say, if aliens invaded and blew everything up, I would save the ice cream because what the fuck else am I gonna eat if I'm sitting here all blown up with nothing else to do? Mm. I'm not gonna sit there and chew on you know recomp in the back room. I'm thinking like aliens invaded. Like I'm trying to take that brutal force. You know what I'm saying? I mean, are there girls around here anywhere? Because I'll keep Apex Male on hand to make sure my <laughs> testosterone's working. I got to create a whole new new generation. Yeah, or a new race. Or maybe you're gonna you know. Hook up with one of the aliens to start a new race. Ooh. Ooh. I would love to get a little alien poon. <laughs> Have some little alien. Uh... Like the species alien. Remember her? She was hot. Natasha Hendrich. Hendrick? Oh, yeah. The Total Recall with the three boobies. The three boob alien. Just imagine if you mated with an alien and you guys made some crazy athlete slash alien baby that was extremely smart. Like Blake but, Griffin. But also could like... <laughs> jumps all over the place. Yeah, you know. Um, if I wasn't working for Blackstone Labs, I have to be totally honest, I have no clue where my life would be right now. Blackstone Labs is hands down, I mean like, I- I've always loved working out uh, since I was like 18, 19. Never in my life would have ever imagined I would work at a supplement company or be this involved with people who are uh, such a top tier in the fitness industry. I, I never would have imagined that I'd be, you know, meeting people like Akeem or, you know, Karen or any of these people. And if I wasn't here at Blackstone Labs, I truly have no idea where my life would That's have taken good. me because this is, uh, this is it, man. This was such a, um, a surprise from the beginning and it has taken me through so many different places that I, I truly have no idea. Trevor, what would you be doing? Working at AT&T. <laughs> I'm working for Sprint Mobile. Well, yeah, that's the American dream right there. Trevor was living the American dream. He walked out. It was like, who's coming with me? Nobody went. Just him. <laughs> well, if I was just going to be doing the same job that I had before I started working at Blackstone Labs, I would be doing maintenance outside of the Palm Beach golf course. How about that? Yep, maintenance that was, outside the Palm Beach golf course, like cutting the new holes every day on the Fuck golf course, that. cutting and the like, new holes. Yep, how, how mowing the is grass? There's a machine for those holes, right? Nope, there isn't. No, you. So there's this big. It's like it's not big. It's like um, about the size of like um, like you know, like a post hole digger. Yep, something like that. But so it's basically the same thing, but it's a perfect circle, mm-hmm. and um, it has a blade on the end of it. So you cut the grass, and it goes straight through the grass, straight through the a couple layers of dirt. You pull the whole chunk out, and you take that basically like little Earth time capsule chunk, and you put it back in the old hole where the old ball was from earlier that day, and then the new hole is where they're going to play on for the day. Makes sense. And I would do things like that and mow the grass and. All that other stuff, man. It was a terrible job. No, it sounds pretty sucky. And I mean, <laughs> I would, I would definitely not want to be doing that still. Well, shout out to Blackstone Labs keeping us from doing. Shout out to Blackstone Labs keeping me stuff. out of that Florida heat. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, got one from Herodine. Is the last one? Uh, I think I put his last. Yep. Okay. Moving through them fast today. We like that. Oh, there's a little Shelby over there with her shirt that's not reflective right there now, I'm saying. I mean, like, it, you know, that one's all right. That one's all right. Yeah. I mean, we know what it's supposed to look like. That's the thing. I do. No, so I feel like for the outsiders that it's just, oh, it's a stencil of the BSL on their shirt. 
Well, and, and on the website, they'll be able to see – that was another thing that Eric was saying. Uh, I don't know if you heard. Uh, the photo that I think you were talking about is actually going to be two photos. So that way there, it, it, it's a GIF. So yeah, you'll see one that. lit up. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next question comes from Hairdev. Hairdev. Says, this is PJ's favorite person in the world. I feel bad because I've made the questions that have led to the podcast come to tears. Haven't you, though? Thank you for opening up. Today's questions are in much better spirits. Have you ever thought about being the next Michael Jackson and moving to Never Piss Ranch to have even more reptiles, cats, dogs, and a giraffe? Thank you. I love you always. Forever near and far. Closer together everywhere. I will be with you. And (laughs) multiple emojis. Uh, One of them is a unicorn. There's also some watermelons and some grapes. I love it. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> Everywhere I will be with you Everything I will do for you I love you Always forever um, Yeah, so you should definitely do the Michael Jackson thing I would love to By the way, I love Michael Jackson And I would absolutely let my children sleep in the same bed with him I don't think any funny business was going on People might really? find this to be controversial You don't think so? No He was just friends Man They're all just friends I'm glad we got this question Because, I mean, like I don't know where I stand on that I don't, I don't know Macaulay knows. <laughs> I don't know about Macaulay all that knows. friendship. I never had any friendships like that. I think he like was just a giant child in a scary little, like, like alien-looking adult body. But, like, I think he never grew out of being, like, a child in many ways. And it, is it weird on the outside? Yes, it is. Well, like... But like, I, f- I feel like he didn't do anything weird with the children. He was fucking made it people's hard to sing. <laughs> <laughs> With his feet. Dude, it was so genuine the way he just said. He made people's hearts sing. Whenever I refer to, like, the ultimate in fame, I often use Michael Jordan, but I often, the most time, use Michael Jackson. When you want to talk about somebody really, really famous, you're like, fucking Michael Jackson. Number one. Guaranteed. Michael Jackson? Yeah. Nobody doesn't know him. People are fainting. Yeah. His crazy. Whole audience. I'm say it right now, just thinking about him holding blanket over that balcony that one night. Man. I'd still let him hold my kid. <laughs> He, <laughs> Over a balcony with a blanket on their head or no? He saved blanket. Blanket didn't fall. <laughs> Blanket's not really his name, right? It's Prince something, right? It's like Prince Blanket. <laughs> but either way, whether you're Michael Jordan or Michael Jackson, MJ is apparently just the initials you need to have. Yes. If you have that, you're probably kid, just going to I'm going to name well my kid life. MJ. Philip MJ Braun, Braun the third, Because he gets the MJ and the Roman numeral three. Montel's Jordan. So his Montel. initials are going to be... PMJB3? Yeah. PMJB3. P- yeah, PMJB3. Hmm. Um, I honestly don't remember what the question was at this point. Oh, um, you want to move to the ranch to have more? Yeah, I would love to. I, honestly, I would love to. If I could have like a Neverland Ranch type of property that I could live on, for starters, I'd, I'm getting my, my heart is filling with glee right now. <laughs> Just imagine giraffes and shit running around. I would never go to work, ever. I would invite people over. First of all, I invite people over all the time. Stefan is a regular at my house these days. Uh, if you like playing Pokemon and weird fucking children's games like that as an adult, fucking Facebook time people and shit, uh, then my house is the place for you. Not that I play any of it. I am going to invest in some sort of like video game system. Dude, get a Nintendo Switch. I got to learn a game. Get a Nintendo Switch. A game. Get a Nintendo what if Switch? I just got a Wii? No, so that's that's like the Nintendo Switch is the new Wii. That's the new Wii. Yeah. I want to do like stuff where I can be active on it. Dude, I I brought my Nintendo Switch today. Uh-huh. Dude, just get a Switch. It, it's I, it is the best gaming console to come out at least in the last 10 years. I, I got to be honest. I feel like it's a little bit not fair that Shelby gets to do like her job and I don't get to do that. <laughs> like now that we paid to bring her here and, and, and do it, once I figured out what her job was – and, like, I go by there to, like, see what she's doing. And I, I like, 
quietly open the door and she's like turns around the controller and she's like I'm playing right now I'm streaming I'm like oh that's cool nice to be fucking you how about somebody put me in a room and let me play fucking video games all day no by the way I, and we all love Shelby here I think it's a fucking sweet gig but I would like to figure that like an hour or two of my day into the video game playing yeah, let's figure like What if I'm really good and I've been missing out all this time? We could figure like 3 or 4 hours of my day into I mean, if we get a game that I like playing, I know and that we could somehow turn it into dollars, like if the people that are going on these fucking streaming things Have and Have you paying, played Fortnite or seen somebody play Fortnite? I've I've heard the discussions and that's all I really know. So when we're done with this podcast, I will I will break out my switch and I will show you. What I don't Fortnite have time like. to look at. It. I got the locksmith coming to oh, my that's house. Right. You got to go to the locksmith. Yeah, I got to work out still. I still you you got to be there window. before five, right? You got a lot to do in a short amount of time. All right. Well, it's four thirty now. You got to be there before get five. This dig way later. No, I'm just <laughs> oh damn, boy! What's up? I'm just making shit up now. Well, y'all, I think we. Uh, <laughs> We got through these questions pretty quickly for y'all. It was a, a, a quicker episode. We usually do this on Thursdays, but PJ is heading to Mexico tomorrow. They like him short and sweet like this. Yeah, me and Fabian and uh, Jessica Kiernan, we're going to Mexico, kicking ass, taking names, selling some products, doing expos. I'm going to have my shirt off at one point. Not sure why. Fabian arranged it. PJ is going to be on the front cover of the official Mexican magazine. It's called Mexico. It's this, But like, it's O. O-H? Mexico. Mexico. And like the little thing. What's it called? O-H? Tilde. Mexico. I just made that up. But, um, yeah, excited. I think it's just called, like, the Fit Expo Mexico or some shit. It's a big event, and it's a two-day event. I'm getting off the plane and doing photos, apparently. And I'm going to apparently have security like I did in Colombia, which was cool but extremely embarrassing. I'll have to pull up some of those old videos of me walking around with the security guys. Um, were they, like so, – so were the security guys at least, like, jacked? No. They were just guys with black security shirts standing around me everywhere I went and drawing attention to me where people were like, who is that guy? Like, why does he have security? Yeah, somebody was like, "What is he like, the president?" I was like, "Yeah, Blacks on Labs." <laughs> well, um, like, well, well, at that point, you know, if it's just two two guys wearing black shirts that say security, they're like, first off, who's this big guy that has these little guys guarding yeah. him? <laughs> Maybe he's not that big of a deal. He couldn't even did, afford some bigger guys. Did little guys have guns? <laughs> yes, they did have guns. Oh, okay, if they had guns, that's in Colombia, they had they probably had guns, coke, a couple pre pre rolled joints, Lucy's. Who knows? <laughs> Um, yeah, so we're going to Mexico. I leave tomorrow morning, and I will be back Sunday, I believe. So due to uh, PJ not being here on our normal podcast recording day and um, the fact that he has to go to the locksmith, I think we are about yeah. ready to shut this one down, and we will end it as we always do with a peace out bye.